It's a two-for-one Elimination Chamber special here this week on Kicking Out It 2. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and we are in for a fun show this week yet again, as we always are, going back, living the the the, the, the glory years of wrestling. Uh, we're going to go a little far, a little further up in the 2000s, uh, in, in the year 2009, with the first half of our Elimination Chamber two-for-one watch party with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match from the No Way Out pay-per-view in 2009. Um, joining me in the first half of this uh, this uh, two-for-one watch party, my good buddy, Dennis J. Levy. I, 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 I had you endure one of the worst experiences as a wrestling fan, having to watch that Tower of Doom match last week with Uncensored, the WCW Uncensored. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So... We were talking after we got done recording, and then we said, how about we, uh, you know, we were talking about Elimination Chamber, and you mentioned, uh, you know, this, the, the, the one that we're going to watch right now being yeah. one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites, not only because of the way that, you know, it just, it, it's one of my favorites. I'm not going to spoil it. for. Well, actually, fuck it. It happened 11 years ago. So, fucking what? Spoil it. The way Edge came in, and he won it, and how he got involved in the match, and yeah. just the, 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 the I just look- the sequences with him and Rey Mysterio, the finish. It was just it was just really really good yeah. stuff. So we're gonna watch that match as part of part one. Part two, I'm gonna be with Kobe. Kobe's gonna watch another Elimination Chamber match that Edge took part in as the World Heavyweight Champion. He defended the World Title in 2011 against Rey Mysterio, Kane, Big Show, Wade Barrett, and Drew McIntyre. So Kobe and I are gonna watch that. Dennis, you and I got. This one from 2009, so it's a two-for-one edge chamber, elimination chamber kind of watch party here. So this is gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So without further ado, go to WWE Network, log in, go to the WWE pay-per-view section on the left-hand side, click on that. Once you get there, you scroll all the way to 2009. Once you get there, you scroll all the way to No Way Out 2009. The date, February the 15th, 2009. Then you're going to scroll all the way to the end. You're going to click on WWE World Title Elimination Chamber Match. And then you're going to have a commercial. It's probably going to be for like one of those you know, network shows or Total Divas or Total Bellas or whatever. And after that commercial, you will pause. Um, you know, Once the commercial clears and everything, you will pause uh, on, on there. And the timestamp will be... As I'm doing it right now, as we speak, the timestamp will be um, two hours, five minutes, twenty-four seconds. Okay, so once you get there, pause it, and then you're gonna listen to Dennis and I's alternate commentary. When I say three, two, one, play, you're gonna hit play, and then we're gonna watch this uh, this classic elimination chamber match here uh, from No Way Out 2009. So, hopefully you guys are all ready to rock and roll. You ready, Dennis? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. In three, two, one, hit play. As we see the Elimination Chamber descending from the ceiling. Now, there was already an Elimination Chamber match that took place earlier in the evening of this event where Edge lost the WWE Championship and Triple H was the winner of that Elimination Chamber match. This one here is for the World Heavyweight Championship with John Cena defending that championship. And here we see oh, him. Cena Bomber. Cena Bomber, that's right. I love when you call him that. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Cena Bomber. Um, 
Yeah, No Way Out 2009. I remember watching this at a Hooters. And when they did this this setup here, when they put Edge in and they did the finish, like I just remember the the, the place was going crazy. Cause, was it? Yeah, because this is, you know, this was heading into WrestleMania that year. and um, The only time I, I saw I went to Hooters uh, that, uh, that, um, I, I used to watch that, that, that uh, but anyway, that, that, that we'll see uh, uh, boxing. Boxing? I didn't know they did wrestling, They too. did WWE pay-per-views. Wow. I think they still do them. I think for people that don't have the network that still, uh, you know, still, uh, you know, watch it traditionally on pay-per-view, um, they still do them. I mean, now that, you know, WWE Network's going to be exclusive to Peacock next month in March. I'm not looking forward to that. that I, I, I like the convenience of, like, what we're doing now, go on the... Go, go on the app. Boom, There'll be too dan, many dan. fucking steps. Yeah, yeah, go on Peacock. Then click on WWE Network. Then click on the... Yeah, but, I mean... Who knows? Whatever. I mean, but I think about it, though. Like, transfer? How's that going to work? Uh, I know we're going off the rails a little bit, but how's that going to work? I you know? think, if I'm not mistaken... Is that all your information going to transfer into the Peacock? Or you I think, yeah. I think you will. And then you have the option of, if you want the... If you want the ads... Um, then you'll only get you'll you'll get the Peacock service for four ninety nine a month, which includes WWE Network. But if you want ad free, you'll get Peacock with WWE Network for nine ninety nine, which pretty much you'll get double what you're getting. So you've got all of the library on Peacock as well as the entire WWE Network library for nine ninety nine with no commercials. Gotcha. Which is not a bad deal if you think about it. Yeah, it's really not. So. I'm actually kind of interested to see how you know that plays out. What's on their library? And, you know, a lot of NBC shows, um, movies, and things like that. So uh, Mike Knox, which was a a, a, a weird. So um, is he an ECW representative here? Or I think that... no. I think he was on Monday Night Raw. Was he really? Yeah, I, I do think, not remember that at yeah, all. I think he was on Monday Night Raw at this point. I didn't really care for Mike Knox. I'll be I didn't hate him. I didn't like him either, though. Yeah, I was like, what is he supposed to be? You know. That uh, I, and he definitely when he, he was, looks like Braun Strowman's first day of wrestling camp. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I never thought of that. He way, looks like yeah. Braun Strowman attending wrestling camp on his first day. Here's Kane making his way out. Yeah, I just didn't get like when he was like the whole angle where he was dating Kelly Kelly. Like I'm like come yeah, on. like come on, really? Yeah, <laughs> like that looks like a sex trafficking case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. He's trafficking her. Granted, that whole ECW. Oh my god. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Oh god. I believe I'm not mistaken. Their ECW, the ECW brand, was still around at this time yeah. um, on this show. So, the, so the last time we did a podcast, we we're discussing watching like a whole bunch of horror shit. Like I mean, when it comes to horror shit, stuff that sucks. Yep. I refuse to watch. Uh, I'm putting this. I'm putting my foot down. No WWE ECW stuff. Oh, uh, we'll that, never watch no. that. That, we, will, we will never watch that. Just can't do it. Okay. Just can't do it. Okay. Can't do it. We will never watch can't that. Can't do it. Um, what's that? One Night Stand's different. That, 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 uh, but that's on the other side of the spectrum. That's really good stuff. From 2005? But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we watched that. We actually did a watch party of that. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, All right. So here's the, here's the moment here where we make the switch. Kofi making his way out. I love All Kofi right now, too. Boom! <laughs> Here's Edge. I'm going to fucking play the audio for this shit.
<laughs> that was the worst chair shot in the history of chair shots. Oh my. I remember last week when we were talking about logic and wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Remember we were talking about how like when we, we you know, we, we get ourselves worked up and then we realize it's a kid's show. Here's an issue where I'm going to argue some logic. As cool as it was to see Edge come out and insert himself and in the match, you have to remember, if you go back and you, you know, think back to what the storylines were during this time period, Edge was a SmackDown guy. Yeah. And he lost the WWE title earlier in the evening. Legally, he can't be in this match. That's a good point. Okay? Because he's a SmackDown contracted wrestler. As we see Chris Jericho, probably the best version of Chris Jericho ever in the history of the of his his his, his career. Although I did like him when he was with Ralphus in WCW for a little bit, but that, this Ralphus was funny. But this here is the like top notch. His probably his the peak of his run in WWE. Um, if I do Hard to say argue. so, Hard to argue. if I do say so myself, but um, yeah, Edge can't be in this match, but they're locking him in. Yeah. All right, well, he's not going anywhere, so I guess he's part of the match now. Uh, but here's the saving grace out of all that, okay? And it just kind of came to me. I remembered, okay? They, you know, they brought it up on commentary. How can he be in this match? He's a SmackDown guy, okay? And the next night on Raw, um, the explanation that was given was that um, Vicky Guerrero was the SmackDown general manager, and she was the only official that was in charge that night at the pay-per-view because the McMahons weren't there and the Raw general manager wasn't there or something like that. Oh, there was no Raw general manager. So they had the McMahons out. The McMahons were kind of the ones that were running Raw at that time. There really was no general manager. And the McMahons had that issue with Randy Orton when Orton was targeting the McMahon family. So they couldn't be there to rectify this situation. So the the, the official um, call stands that Edge wins the title, even though he was a SmackDown guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least they got a good good job. They, they, they kinda, Yeah, they kind of, yeah. you know, kayfabe, you know, made up the... The explanation, the reason. Yeah. That, uh... And you're right, though. I, I fucking love this, this Jericho. No one never got in the Illumination Chamber. What's that? Like, so... In kayfabe, what, what is it? It's just, it just random, right? They randomly select a guy to come out of the pod, right? To have, like... Like, like, uh, entries that, the, the, nah, kind of like, like, 
Like, if you knew what order they were coming out of? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, but where's uh, the suspense in that? Like, but, like, but, but like, so, it's kind of like in old days, like, in football. Like, like a flip of a coin, right? Mm-hmm. You can you could get the ball, and the other person never gets the ball. You know what I mean? I think that's unfair. I think the last person, like, ha- have, like, each one, like, fight each other. You know, six guys, so you have three matches, right? That, 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 that uh, whoever wins their opponent, like, you know, like, the, like a clock thing or whatever. Whoever beats their opponent the fastest gets the n- number one. It gets the number one, the number one thing, and the person that loses the fastest are are going to be in earliest. You know what I mean? Oh uh, well, they've done the beat the clocks before, where they were they've done that stuff like where they'll do like on Raw or SmackDown, like oh we're going to do a beat the clock challenge, and the guy with the fastest time that wins will get the final, will will be able to enter the chamber last. You know, like I remember they did that a few. I don't years remember ago. them ever doing that. Yeah, they've done that a few times. I remember them doing that. <laughs> Kane watching over because Mysterio just got launched into the glass there. Um, yeah, they've done that before. They've done beat the clocks, like you know. I mean, I, I know think, they I think beat Batista the won one one year, and he was like the I, last guy to enter the chamber. See the replay again. Jesus, Mysterio went headfirst into that that that. Uh, I gotta remember plexiglass. Beat the, like the, the most beat the clocks I can remember are just for like. For stipulation, like, yeah, like, like, like oh, if you, where wins this match gets to choose the stipulation. Yeah, I've for seen their that match. before too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm also thinking too. Do you have a favorite uh, elimination chamber match? Um, I got a couple. Yeah, uh, this one being one of them. Okay, I'm glad you you chose this. You know, because it's been a while since I've I, I've seen Cause, this match. Because at the time when I said this, I thought this was my favorite, but it's not. Oh really? Yeah. So we're just recording this for no fucking reason. No, 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 no. Great match, great match. <laughs> but granted, I don't, my, my favorite elimination chamber. I'll go first. Okay. So the, 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 it's just clearly based on because my favorite wrestler in the last fifteen years or so, Bray Wyatt won it. The, 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 I was so shocked that he did. Twenty seventeen. Would he beat Cena Bomber too? And he won the uh, title. I, the, 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 I don't even carry it anymore. That yeah. would he beat Cena Bomber? I lost my fucking mind because that was like <laughs> redemption, you know? Yeah. That that that. Uh, no, Firefly Funhouse was redemption, but that's a different. Story. Yeah, but yeah. that that. Uh, that's but, not a bad one. That's not a bad one. That was a, oh look at this here. Mysterious. I totally lost my mind. That was probably my favorite Bray Wyatt, and I loved you know me. I loved the fight at the Fiend. Yeah. Uh, that actually, my favorite Bray Wyatt moment of all time, that that uh, that uh, was SummerSlam when you first when you first saw the theme, uh, the theme oh, song. Oh, when you wrestled Balor. Uh, that that, that uh, it even it even mattered about the match. Yeah. That that, that entrance. I'm I'm sorry. That that that, that uh. That was that, good that, stuff. That uh, that, that uh, minus the Undertaker stuff. That's mm-hmm. the greatest entrance I've ever seen in my life. That's hard. To... Uh, that, that, that I lost. Uh, that, hard, I just hard, hard, hard to argue. That. It was just perfection to me. But anyway. That, that, that when he won the elimination chamber though for for a match wise I lost my mind. It was a good match. It. it was. I remember that match. It yeah. was good. AJ Styles was. I think it was the finish was him and AJ. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he beat AJ. Cena early, yeah. and then it was him and AJ at the I end. I think they were the final three. I think it was yeah they were the Ray, final three. But yeah, he Cena pins, Bomber and uh, AJ. Yeah, Cena Bomber went out you know early, but um. Anyone cl- clean his? Well, yeah, granted, clean as a whistle. Yeah, yep. that, uh, no, that was good stuff. Out, boom. I liked it. And then I, I finished you when uh, AJ goes for the form, catches him. Sister Abigail. Yeah. But I already knew by that. I thought though, I thought Cena was going to win. I really did. I thought it was going to be Cena, or in a WrestleMania. That that uh, and, and oh, you know, I didn't think that. That uh, I didn't. Think I did. That at all. I, I don't know. I don't know. That uh, I give the WWE credit, even though sometimes it's 
Sometimes you're just like, why did they do it? You know, we we're so hyped by this match. Yeah. But but every time you think you got the outcome, unless you write the dirt sheets. The, yeah. The, 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 but the, the, you, when you're using like two brain cells and logic, they kind of pull the rug away from you and you're like, nope, we're going to do this instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, so this this match is probably one of my favorite chamber matches. Um, trying to see what else is a good one. Um, um, the first one is fucking awesome. First one's fun. Yeah, I didn't. You know what takes it away from me? Shawn Michaels with those poop brown fucking ring tights he wore. Yeah, like that kind of takes it away from me. Um. How about the time when he uh, super kicked the Undertaker? That was kind of cool. That chamber match is actually yeah, 2010 when he when Jericho won the belt and yeah. it was down when Michaels came out from under the chamber. That was a fun match. Punk was in that. Um, Morrison was in that. Uh, Jericho. Um, that was a fun match. I like that match. I like that chamber match. Um, if I were to do a Mount Rushmore of elimination chamber matches, that'd be on there. This match would be on there. Um, Trying to see what else. Uh, 2018, 2017. Just 20, uh, I'm thinking of the lady stuff. But, not, but granted, is, they're still early. You know what was good? Great. was last year's tag team elimination chamber. Yeah, the, the inauguration of the tag team titles? Not the women's tag team chamber. The men's. I don't remember that. I don't Miz know. and Morrison won it. But fucking... Um, Heavy Machinery had like a really good showing in the Oh, match. I do remember, yeah. And not it wasn't from Otis either. It was from the, the, the Tucker, Tucker, the the, yeah. the, the, the jobber. The, he's definitely the better of the of the wrestlers, no doubt about it. Of the Otis, wrestlers, o- Otis is fucking hilarious. But Otis I has get got it. charisma and I, I character, it, yeah. yeah, out the ass, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's this chamber match would be my favorite, and and. Oh, you know what? There's one. There's one in 2008 at the No Way Out pay-per-view. Undertaker won it. But they started the match with him and Batista. And they had their rivalry from like a year prior. I think MVP was in that match. Finley was in it. Um, Mark Henry was in it. Um, Yeah. There's been some good ones. There's been some really good ones. You can't go wrong. It's like the Royal Rumble. Like, there really isn't... I, I guess you can't say there's a... Terrible Royal Rumble match. I mean, there's been some okay ones, and there's been some classics, but you can't really say that there's been a terrible Elimination Chamber match. I can't think of one that comes to mind where it's just yeah. like instantly you go to like... Uh, I get... There is one. Okay. CW. Oh, okay. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right, never mind. I stand I stand corrected. Even yes. ECW could fuck up an Elimination Chamber yep. match. The one that Bobby Lashley won from yep. December to December. Yeah, I'd like to forget that. Yep. I'd like to forget that. That could have been it. I think they're saving grace, even though you're not a big fan of his. That that uh, they gave to CM Punk that day. Everybody wanted CM Punk. Fuck CM Punk. That 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 uh, that that uh, but uh, fuck CM Punk. Th- they wanted that to be like his uh, coming out party, if you will. Yeah, well, he can fucking have another going away <laughs> party for all I fucking care. Big crybaby, fuck him. <laughs> fucking douchebag. We talked about him on the yeah. Super Bowl show, on the kicking out of two all pro team selection show, which you can find in the archives at Retromania. Yeah, fucking douchebag. Like CM Punk was never like my favorite, but uh, I give. I, Stop but, lying. You know you were a big CM Punk, Mark. I only liked him because of two reasons. Why? 
A, my favorite song of all time was is, is Cult of Personality. Okay. I am, think about that, the lyrics. I am the Cult of Personality. That, that, yeah, that, uh, you certainly are. <laughs> that, you uh, certainly are. And, and because he beat C- Cena Bomber in Chicago. That, 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 uh, that, 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 I cheer for the Vikings, but as much as I cheer for the Vikings, I cheer against the Packers just as much. And I become where I was playing the Packers. I'm an honorary fan of that team. <laughs> so, 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 so yes, for one night, my favorite wrestler in the world was CM Punk. Okay, all right. He's still a fucking asshole, but all right. But he was never ne- that that I can't think of. I don't know that 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 uh, that era too. I don't even know if I really had. You know who my favorite wrestler actually was? TNA, AJ Styles. That was my yep. favorite wrestler back then. I liked him. So we just saw Elimination here. Kane got uh, he got he got taken out of this match via Rey Mysterio and the Tijuana yep. teabag off the top of the fucking uh, the, 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 the chamber there. Mike Knox, another disappointment in the wrestling world. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I actually think for, for what he was, barely charisma, so-so. In the ring, that that uh, I, I, you know what he, you say? He looks like uh, he looks like Braun Strowman in his first day of wrestling. I got camp. one even better. Braun Strowman and Snitsky had a kid. Boom, you got knocks. <laughs> it's not a bad yeah. That uh, but uh, I think he 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 met his fullest potential. I really do. That uh, that uh, WWE gave, gave him a good run. They really did. Knox? I think so. Think about it. He was one of the. Sure, sure. The, the 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 product itself totally fucking sucked. ECW would bring it back, but he was one of the top guys in that in, in that in that product. That that uh, he's in a elimination fucking chamber match. That that the main event. That uh, yeah, I think he made it to his fullest potential. I look at this motherfucker. This motherfucker wrestled today, dude. He would be an, uh, uh, an NXT fucking jobber, man. Come on. You also remember he was one. He was uh, an aces and eight. I do remember TNA. that. TNA. I do remember for for like ten minutes. I liked that better than this. Okay. How Actually, I just read an interview. How about you do? I just read an interview yeah. with him recently. Okay. Now, do you remember when he was with Kelly Kelly and they did that thing at Survivor Series where he got fucking kick, super kicked out of the match, like the first one in like three seconds or something? It was that Survivor Series elimination match. He teamed with Edge, Randy Orton, um, Gregory Helms, and and Morrison against. Um, the Hardys, Punk, and DX. I don't think so. I don't know. So Knox got Knox started the match. He got super kicked. Yeah, like by Michaels. And then the camera cut to Michaels, and he's he's looking at he's looking at Hunter and a few of the other guys on his team on the apron. He's like, um, "Who is that guy?" Like trying to like downplay like yeah. who is this guy? I don't even know him. He's in the match. And then they're like, "Yeah, you got to go cover him." And then he covers him, and the ref counts three, and then they eliminated Mike Knox. So the interview I heard with Mike Knox was they went to him that day at Survivor Series um, and they were going over the match and they were talking about um, you know how they're going to eliminate him. And they were like, all right, you're going to be the first one out. And so he thought like, okay, I'll be the first one out, but you know, I'll have a decent showing. Maybe yep. I'll you know do this, I'll do that, whatever, et cetera. And then they were like, no, you're going to be the first one out in like three seconds. We're going to, it's, you know, Michael's going to super kick you and... He was just like, well, that's, that's, you know, that's not going to make me look good. But their logic to him was, was that 
getting a Survivor Series page. You're gonna get like a bit. You're gonna get like a moment in the match. Like people are gonna remember your three second elimination more than you doing anything else you do in the match. So he kind of felt disappointed by it, but you know it wasn't a, a huge deal at the end of the day. But yeah, if you go back, it's 2006 Survivor Series. Bell rings, Michaels, boom, right on the chin, out. Michaels turns around and is like, who is that guy? He, he's in the match? And they're like, yeah, you got to cover him. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, they made like a mockery out of it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that, was, that was Mike Knox's claim to fame. That yeah. and the Aces and Eights, in my opinion. I don't know. I, like I said, I remember that, that uh, I, I loved ECW. And I was always hoping for, I was always hoping for, to, 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 to like you know turn it around da, 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 da. but I knew they first episode first episode that that of ECW you could go back there's a match yep it was like one of the mid cards where somebody lost the match for being disqualified I said okay I get it now. oh I remember I get it now I remember this, this yeah. is not gonna be yeah. it's not gonna be the original no oh nice there Jericho with the code breaker on uh, on Knox Knox looked like he was gonna do Sister Abigail to to, to Rey Mysterio. And Mike Knox is out of the match. So this is where the match really picks up for me, in my opinion. They got rid of the two of the big clunkers, the yeah. big guys. And now now this is where, like, I think, like... Okay, yeah, he's going to do Sister Abigail. Right there. Saw that? But that his finisher? Can, can you think of it? I think it, I think it was wow. his finisher. I don't know if they called it so at the time. To, he, he did get Sister Abigail. That's a gift to the world. Yeah. Interesting. Because I didn't remember that being his finish either. But that might have been. I always think it's funny too. Like they, I, I would like to uh, one time in the history of commentary, as people do their job, and then they explain to us why would Mike Knox there, right? Just he's he's up, he's looking confused, looking he's about to punch somebody. And the ref goes, "No, you gotta go to the back." What what what's stopping him from not like attacking him again? You know what I mean? In the kayfabe world, he's gonna get suspended. He's gonna get fined. Like. What is it? Just gentleman's code to go back? <laughs> <laughs> or the best is like I've seen it before in these matches where like, oh Mysterio got a hold of Edge, um, oh nailing him and nailing him again and nailing him again. Look at that. I've never been a big fan of Rey Mysterio, by the way. Really? I like it. Look. I'm not dumb enough to, to say he's a bad wrestler. Of course he's not. But I just never been a fan of like the Lucha style. I think with the right guy, I like watching him. Like he's great with Jericho. He's had great matches with Edge. Like yeah. you know, um, his best stuff, of course, Dean Malenko. You think his best stuff is with Dean Malenko? Oh, it has to really. That like he's just a very fun guy to watch. And like I said, you put him with the right guy. That, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to put on a great match. That's why I was a big fan of the work with Rollins. In-ring stuff. The whole fucking, yeah. you know, family stuff and all that. Like, I wasn't too excited yeah, about it. but eye type of shit. Yeah. But when it comes to bell to bell, like, I love his stuff with Ed, Kurt Angle. Eddie Guerrero, of course, to me. Like, I, I, I think that was his best stuff, personally. You think his greatest matches were Malenko. I think it was with Eddie. That's just me. I, I think they jumped the shark when they did the, the ladder match for the custody. That was too much for me. 
the match was great, but the the the, the stipulation, the custody of Dominic, like yeah. that's fuck. That was fucking stupid. But yeah, that that uh, so so my question would be that that uh, that a uh, WWE Rey Mysterio uh, Eddie Guerrero or WCW Guerrero versus Mysterio. Their Halloween Havoc match from WCW. Right, that's where I, I was going at. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's the match. That's yeah. But I mean, they had great stuff in WWE too. Don't go. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like even the, even the ladder for. match with 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 them too was great. The, yeah, the custody of the kid was stupid, yeah. but the match was great. You know, they, the the stuff they did with the ladder, putting their bodies on the line the way they did, that was just some awesome stuff. Even like, even there, and we talked about this. A couple of years ago, when we did a Mount Rushmore of, of WrestleMania opening matches, I put that match on there. Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero from WrestleMania 21 is my on my Mount Rushmore because it was such an underrated yeah. classic. People sleep on that match. Um, don't sleep on this though. This this match here. I, I agree when you say people sleep on that. Ooh, Jericho fucking with a little Goldberg spear. Yeah. Into Rey Mysterio. Like I said, this is where things are really picking up. But yeah, Mysterio Guerrero WCW. I think I'm a by the way. I think if we did today opening matches, uh, I might have to put in uh, Shane versus AJ. I recently saw that. I fucking forgot how much I that loved was a that great match. match yeah, I, f- I literally forgot how, how much I loved that. That was a great match. match. You know the funny thing is too. You just mentioned Shane. You know he's done all kinds of crazy matches. He's never done one of these elimination chambers before. He's done Hell in a Cell. He's done ladder matches, but he's never done one of these fucking elimination chamber matches. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun to see him do something where he fucking jumps off the top of one of these yeah, things. I guess so. Yeah. I know. I know many people aren't really big on Shane McMahon. You know, he kind of burned himself out character wise. Oh, I was done. I was nice. Yeah, that was nice. That was cool. Sunset flip German suplex combo off the second rope from the top of the chamber pod by Jericho. The second I was done with Shane McMahon, and we saw the match live in Hartford, oh, Connecticut. The, the, the Money the in the cage. Bank in the cage. Yeah, I was done with, with him Miz. after that. I was totally done after that. Yeah. Hey, hey, they the, blew their wad the, the, on the, that. The, the, the wrong person won that match. The, 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 the Miz should have won that. The, 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 uh, and it just stunk. The, the, anytime anytime that, that Shane has to like, wrestle, per se... I don't know. I look at like even unless it's AJ. like a, unless it's like a gimmick match. A- AJ versus 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 Shane technically was a wrestling match, but yeah. But but once the ref went down and then like you know he did the all you know the the Van Terminator and uh, I don't yeah like, no that was a I, you know what I didn't have see the thing is when they just announced it as a straight up wrestling match with him and AJ I was like. Straight up wrestling match. I don't know about that. Like, that's not going to be a street fight yeah. or anything. like. They 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 surprised me. They most certainly surprised me. But yeah, yeah. he's never been in one of these. I don't know. They, they don't, I I'm just, I think for good reason. Because sooner or later, that that uh, oh here comes Cedar Bomber. But yeah, sooner he's later, the last you, one out. You, you have to the wrestle. He's the last one out. And you know the history with him and Edge, yeah. Which I would imagine that I think when we, people forget how good that rivalry was too. When people do like top five rivalries, people don't say Edge versus uh, Cena. That 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 uh, 
It was damn good stuff, man. I liked it. Um, when, when they went I didn't from, like when, when, when Edge had the, the spinner belt. Like, you know, when he had the... That should have been Cena He made exclusive. his own spinner belt. Like, that was stupid. Yeah. But, no, their stuff was great. When he threw him in the fucking Long Island Sound. And see Edge went into Cena's house and smacked his father around. And then the TLC match they had. Like, yeah. they had some really good stuff. They renewed the rivalry here. Um, and they wrestled a few more times after this. In fact, they were at WrestleMania with Big Show and a triple threat following this pay-per-view. Um, I just loved when the uh, when back-to-back pay-per-views, when both lost uh, lost in their hometowns. Yes. SummerSlam really, in yeah. Boston and then Toronto for the TLC and Unforgiven. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, look at that. I think this is the finish. Cena's not in this match for long. 619, Codebreaker, Spear, Done Deal, Uno, Dos, Trace, John Cena eliminated. Oh, wow, that's when we knew we were going to get a new champion. Yep. And, and the we, fact that it was Edge. We knew who was going to win it at this point. Well, once he did. Once, <laughs> all right, so I remember watching this, and, and once. I remember once he got in the chamber, Justin was like, well, he's winning this. And I was like, no. Once he pinned Cena. Then I was like, he's winning it. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped on that bandwagon. I mean, I was always an Edge fan to begin with, but um, I jumped on that bandwagon. Edge was always hit and miss with me. That, 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 uh, you're, giving me t- you're giving me Taker Edge, Cena Bomber Edge. I fucking ate it up. But there's some, I can't think to mind, but I, there's some Edge rivalries I just did not that did not like at all. That, that, uh, actually, you know what? I can name, name one. I can name one recently that that uh, I'm not big on this the... Randy Orton feud. I'm really not the uh, the 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 graded graded that 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 they they fucked themselves over when they called it the greatest match ever. That that yeah. that uh, I that uh, I don't even think I it, think they did it on purpose. I, I think to they get people p- talking about pissed me shit. off that 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 uh, that uh, uh, we we should have AJ versus Daniel Bryan on that on that card. I but I'm convinced they did it on SmackDown because. The greatest, it would have been the greatest match. It would have been the, a better the, match, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I, I remember scratching my head, being like, "Why aren't these two on Backlash?" But yeah, no, I get it. That uh, and their WrestleMania match was good, but I don't know, man. That 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 uh. Oh, Stereo with a little roll up on Jericho. Hey, well, it's right now. Why wouldn't Jericho just be like, "Fuck you, you little squirt," and just kick the shit out of him? He might. Who knows? But I've seen it before, where like a guy gets eliminated. They've done it before. You, you, if you watch, if you go back and watch some other chamber match, they've done it before, where like a guy gets fucking eliminated, but then like he's it. laying on the girt, on, oh, on yeah. the railing. Oh, then he'll come in, he'll beat another yeah, guy up, use who's a chair. Who the one that got eliminated and, and actually like threw the guy into the chamber and like it, it shattered in a million pieces? I don't remember. Yeah, I forget, to be honest with you, I, yeah, I do remember happen. one where like JBL got eliminated. Then he fucking came back and like nailed somebody with a chair and yeah. I do remember one guy got got eliminated and and he it literally like power bombed someone through. I'm trying to think who it was. Oh, I almost had it and I went away. Nash. Oh, I don't think it was Nash. I don't know. Was Nash in the elimination chamber? Yeah. Oh, jeez. 2003 SummerSlam. Look at this. Yeah, this is yeah this is this is one of my favorites here. Definitely one of my favorites. I think it was Baron Corbin. Someone pinned Baron Corbin and Corbin snapped and. He, 
and he did the end of days. I and remember. Threw it, threw it and it just exploded. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm pretty sure it was Baron Corbin. The bulletproof but glass they think... used to advertise it as, and it's really fucking plexiglass you can get at Ocean State Job Lot. You know what I mean? Dude, kick out. Oh, man. Look at that. I'm trying to think of like who was who And they've thinking. modified it now, like the chamber. It yeah. does it doesn't look like very it doesn't look the way it does now. Like like the chain is still up as part of the wall, but like the the outside right there, like yeah. the, the floor area, it's not steel girder anymore. It's like a platform that's like a little bit more forgiving for them if they want to bounce these guys off. And then like the pods are shaped a little bit differently on the inside. Um, I can't imagine how I, I can't imagine how long it takes for these guys to fucking put that shit together. And I always you know? think too, like these matches should be special. I think I think like the they should almost have like the Olympics towards it. every four years we get an elimination chamber. It used to be every couple of years. They didn't ever used to do it once a year. They used now to, it's just a gimmick. Like, the, now, yeah, now it's and, and Hell in a Cell. It's like now we're forced. Oh, forget it. Yeah, that that, that uh, like uh, I the match itself was good, but take fucking. Roman Reigns for versus Jey Uso, right? I love that match. It was a good I match. It had a fucking, good story. Yeah, but why really the fuck it. was that in, in, in the Hell in a Cell? Maybe one time they actually used the Hell in a Cell as a weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. And it looks like the, the Hell in a Cell looks like a McDonald's playscape now that they painted it, it like red. <laughs> like, it's fucking ridiculous. But they did it because of the fiend. The, the, the yeah. paint, and then they kept it that they way. They kept it, yeah. yeah. Mysterio and Edge tearing it up here. Yeah, these guys fucking had some great matches. They had a match at the Royal Rumble in 2008, which was pretty fun, too, for the World Heavyweight title. So these guys definitely don't disappoint when they're together. I wouldn't mind seeing the two of them go at it during Edge's little retirement run here. Yeah. You know, these next couple of years. I'm sure Edge is going to work with a lot of younger guys, guys, you know, on, on you know coming up, but, you know. Who would you like to see him? I'd like to see him work with Rollins. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely want to see him work with AJ. Um, trying to see who else. Uh, definitely want to see him work with the Fiend. I think that could be some really good stuff. Um, who else? Uh, I wouldn't mind him turning heel one more time. Oh yeah, he's such a better heel. Yeah. Um, maybe him working with like a Daniel Bryan or a Big E. Uh, Roman. I'd like to see him work with Roman. Um, you know, it'd be interesting. You know what I think would be cool is if he worked with Ray's kid, Dominic. Yeah, that would be some fun stuff. Depending on what the what the what the story is, but I'm sure you know with Edge, it would be a good story. Oh, Jeff Hardy. I mean, they had some great matches together. Yeah, they did. I could see, I could see that going. You know, but Edge doesn't work full time. Full time. He's you know. Every cut, you know, he's got a few matches yeah. a year. He's got a Brock Lesnar type contract, so. Um, but yeah, so he's you know he'll he'll just work big matches and then, you know, maybe occasional appearances on TV. He'll work more than Brock, that's for sure. But and that there you go, another one. I'd like to see Edge and Brock. Yeah. Okay. That'd be interesting. You know, name wise for namesake wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That would be interesting. Oh. What we got here? It's is this the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that was> funny. <laughs> he launched him into that shit. Look at that. 
that uh, gave me a drive-by comment. My okay. favorite favorite Ray Mysterio moment of all time, though. Big Show when, when he used to have the baseball bat with the, <laughs> in the gurney. Oh, yes. he just falls face Against first. Against the post. Oh, so amazing. Oh my goodness, that was yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. God bless him. You gonna kill to turn that spot. Oh, I know. You're tied up to that stretcher, and then yeah. you go face first onto the floor. Like you can't control any of that. You, you're you're landing the way you land, you know. There's no yeah. There's no trying to control that bump. Oh, spear. Is this it? It's got to be it. Is this the end? One, two, three, and Edge turned water into wine, losing the WWE Championship at the beginning of this evening. Good way of go, putting it. And then winning the World Heavyweight Championship to end the evening. At the No Way Out pay-per-view inside the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, this was this was a fun match. This was fun stuff. I'm glad you chose this. Because uh, like I said, it's been a while. Now yeah. he's the world champ and he headed into that WrestleMania. Um, you know, Him and Cena Bomber. And then they threw Big Show in there. Which they didn't need to throw Big Show in there. But I guess they felt the need to throw Big Show in there. But yeah, this was, uh, this was good stuff. Look at him clutching onto the title and... Oh yeah. Yeah, that that uh, I that that's just one of the better baiting switches of all time for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Replay here. That's from earlier in the night yeah. when Hardy beat him. He was out like literally. They were the first two in the chamber. He was out. He was done. And then he comes back. Like I said, turn water into wine. And takes Kofi out. This chair shot really made me laugh. Oh, it was so bad. And you know what? You, you mentioned it earlier. If Kofi ever got his fucking his 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 uh, his heat back, yeah. Or if they had they 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 blew this off. I went to a SmackDown taping at the casino, um, a month later, and they had a match. Kofi didn't win, but yeah. they had a match. They followed up with it. You know, Kofi made a return. Him and Edge wrestled on SmackDown. Blah blah blah. Here's the finish of how they got rid of Cena Bomber. That was a creative finish too. Really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it took all all three of them. All three of them to beat Cena Bomber. Yeah. Clean and in the middle. One, two, three. And Edge eliminated Cena. Going back and forth with these replays here, but then this is where it really ends for them. <laughs> Boom! Lawn dart yeah. into the chamber pod. And then... Boom! Spear. And Edge makes the cover. Wins the World Heavyweight title. This was, I think, where they really came up with that ultimate opportunist nickname for him because of what, because of how you know. Was he, it uh, was it Saint Saint Valentine's Massacre? That that uh, you know Cena he wins the Elimination Chamber and then you know looks like looks like they're about to close the show and then Vince McMahon comes out. Oh oh that, oh that, that, no, uh, that was um uh, New Year's Revolution. Oh okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then that's how he won the first Money in the Bank after yeah. Cena won the Elimination Chamber. That's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That was a cool moment. That, 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 the, uh, the moment, that moment yeah. was cool, yeah. That was definitely a cool moment. This here, pretty cool moment as well. This was a lot of fun, my man, as we, we closed yeah, here. Yeah, we went from, from a stinker to a good one. Yeah, well, I, well, yeah, I got to make it up to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got to make it up to you at some point. So, yeah, this is part one of our two-for-one two uh, Elimination Chamber watch party. Coming up next, Kobe and I watched the 2011 Elimination Chamber World Heavyweight title match with Edge defending the title against Rey Mysterio. 
Kane, Big Show, Drew McIntyre, and Wade Barrett. Here we are for part two of our Elimination Chamber Watch Party. Two for one Elimination Chamber Watch Party this week here on Kicking Out at Two. We just had Dennis on as we watched the 2009 World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match from the No Way Out pay-per-view where Edge won the World Heavyweight title. He turned water into wine that night, lost the WWE title in the first chamber, won the world title in the second chamber, defeating Rey Mysterio, Jericho, John Cena, Kane, and Mike Knox. Now we're going to watch another Elimination Chamber match that Edge took part in uh, from 2011. The 2011 Elimination Chamber pay-per-view from February the 20th. It's the uh, it was was the 10-year anniversary, or we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary. Excuse me, I'm all flustered the uh, this morning here as we're recording this. Um, joining me uh, to to kind of help me with my with my flustered nerves for this chamber match. He chose this one. He just, he he wanted to watch this one, and so we're gonna watch it together on WWE Network. My main man from Retromania, Kobe Knight. What's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, Dave? Thanks for uh, having me on for this episode. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I thought it would be nice because it's a 10 year anniversary coming up. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of there's a lot to discuss and dissect from this chamber match. Not just the actual story in and of itself, but just the the individuals in it. You know, and, and talking about you know their trajectories, where they were ten years ago to where they are now. So I think it's gonna be pretty cool to get into this. Um, if you guys want to watch along with us, then you can uh, log into your WWE Network, sign in. Uh, search Elimination Chamber 2011, uh, or you can just find they have actually have a um, a, a special uh, feature on the network where you can watch every single Elimination Chamber pay per view event and a Elimination Chamber match um, on the on the WWE Network. So search for 2011. The date's February the 20th, 2011. And once you click on that, um, you'll press play and you'll skip through. I'm sorry, you'll you'll skip through all the ads. Okay, you'll skip through the the advertisement and then. You're going to go to the, uh, the, the the space bar down below, and you're going to click on the 2011 World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match, and then you're going to pause it, and you're going to pause it at 26 minutes and 30 seconds, and when I say play, we're going to hit play, and we're going to watch this, uh, no audio. I might turn the audio on from time to time, not sure, but I'll let you know. I'll give you a timestamp. Um, so uh, that is that. Uh, hopefully, you're all ready to rock and roll, because I know I am. Um, so without further ado... 26 minutes, 30 seconds, World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match as part two of the 20, uh, or the, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm all over the place this morning here, man. What the fuck? Am I going to have to not hit, am I going to have to stop this and hit record again? I mean, Jesus Christ. Actually, this is probably better than, than, than me actually rehearsing my lines and, and doing all that other shit. So without further ado, um, in three, when I say play, hit play, you're going to watch this with me. And uh, hopefully you, uh, you'll you continue listening to this podcast after this show. Three, two, one, hit play. As we see the Elimination Chamber's already down. They got the lights. They got that funky little music. The dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. And then you see the, uh, the, the WrestleMania sign in the background for WrestleMania 27. This is for the World Heavyweight Championship and one of the challengers making his way down the aisle here. Kane. The right. big red mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville County, <laughs> right? Isn't that? Yes. That's yes, where he's from, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of buildup uh, with this match, um, too, with, with a lot of these uh, rivalries coming to a head, too. Yes. Um, they, 
they kind of incorporated this match into somewhat of the power struggle that was going on on SmackDown from the from a management standpoint with Vicky Guerrero and Teddy Long and um, everything else that was happening there. Um, I believe at one point Dolph Ziggler was supposed to be in this match. Yeah, uh, absolutely, and uh, that's the infamous one where he was gifted the title and uh, was beaten by Edge, right? Yes, that is correct. He was gifted the championship. Um, ironically enough, after he had had um, a pretty good World Heavyweight Championship match at the Royal Rumble the previous month against Edge in Boston. I was actually at that event. That was one of my favorite really? matches. Yeah, um, but yeah, he was gifted the title, and then you know they kind of like flip-flopped it back to Edge um, heading into this match. Big show in the match, actually. Yes, Big Show would be in this match, which I was kind of disappointed in because I, I was a big Dolph Ziggler fan at the time. I still do like watching Dolph, Same but... Here. Um, I would have liked to have seen Dolph in this match. I felt like he probably would have done well in this type of environment. Um, here's Drew McIntyre making his way. I don't know who that is. Oh, I know, right? Whatever, hey, whatever happened of him? <laughs> I, I think I think that kid did some did some stuff. You know, I mean, I I think he he made a name for himself. I just don't know where exactly. I don't know what he's been doing. Up, uh, uh, yeah, uh, man, talk about a like career trajectory, like. It's, it's crazy how uh, right here he's being pushed pretty hard. Um, and then within the next year, kind of just dwindled down to the 3MB gimmick and then disappears. After yeah. That, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is it is astonishing that, you know, he, he, was, he was labeled the chosen one on television, you know, kind of given that name by Vince, you know, on TV, Vince McMahon, and then goes from being in these high-profile matches to, you know, like you said, you know, being a, a comedy act in, in, a, in a trio with Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. Um, and now look at him. He's the he's the current WWE champion. He's going to defend the WWE title uh, this Sunday in the Elimination Chamber against Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, and uh, who's the last guy? Um, Cesaro. Cesaro. No, no, Cesaro's in the other one. He's in the SmackDown one. Um, Styles, Hardy, Orton, Sheamus. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, I can look it up. Yeah, I'm, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen too much. Orton, Styles, Hardy, Drew, Sheamus. God damn, I'm gonna lose it if I don't know who the fuck this is. Well, Wade Barrett coming out here. He's an announcer now. Yeah. He's on NXT. He's an announcer, which he's not doing a half bad job. But I'd rather see him as a wrestler. Absolutely. Um, it's it's Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, The Miz, and Randy. Orton. Oh, that's right. They, well, I could see why I forgot about you know. I could see why I yeah. forgot The Miz was I mean, in he's it. He's got the briefcase, right? I mean, yeah, he's got the briefcase, and yeah, that's another component in that match too that you know we can look forward to is, you know, his his. Could he could he cash in the briefcase, you know, in the middle of the match, you know, as as in in the chamber match itself? I mean, um, that's gonna be int- that's gonna be interesting. Oh, here we go, holla holla, holla holla holla, holla holla holla. hear me out real quick. The uh, the actual elimination chamber main event uh, for this evening is John Cena beating CM Punk, John Morrison, Sheamus, Randy Orton, and our truth. Um, so we're gonna get. Sheamus and Orton in another one 10 years later. Yes. Um, and Morrison kind of being replaced by Miz, his uh, tag team partner. So that's interesting right there. Um, yeah, that is. That is actually interesting. Actually, at the time, 
is is the WWE champion. Yes. Um, going against Jerry Lawler at this event. So yes. The, what, what a weird way to wrap around to 10 years ago. I mean, I saw the memes when uh, The Miz actually won the briefcase where everybody, you know, was like, what year is this? Yeah. Um, yeah, right. yeah it's, it's interesting, though. But at least they're, they're bringing it back, you know? They're, they're doing some long-term storytelling. Yeah. Or, you know, getting these characters some uh, background, too. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I mean... When it you know with Miz in the briefcase, um, you know heading into the, this Sunday's uh, event, it adds a little bit more intrigue, another layer to the story. Um, you know you got Drew and Sheamus that have some sort of rivalry going on now, the former friends. Uh, so there's, it, it's multi-layered in that match uh, when it comes to the storylines. Randy Orton has some history with Drew. You know AJ and Jeff Hardy are gonna you know I think they're gonna do a very good job of you know utilizing the chamber. Um, you know, as as part of their strengths in their uh, their, their their offensive repertoire, so to speak. Absolutely. Uh, but let let's talk here for a minute about 2011 as we're watching this. Um, I, I mean, big show. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't impressed. I, I remember watching this one live, and I was like, wait, they took Dolph Ziggler out of the match to put Big Show in. Same. I I I, I remember watching this at a Hooters. Um, oh, wow. And. I remember the collective groan amongst all the wrestling fans inside Hooters as they were spitting out their chicken wings when Big Show came out and replaced Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what, what the idea was, I guess, I, I, for the storyline of uh, Vicky Guerrero and, and Dolph and uh, Big Show kind of tying in. I don't know. But here we go. Booyah kabooyah or or you or you, have you heard the remix to that song? No. Booty call, booty call. Give me the '69. <laughs> oh, where's that from? Uh, I I he's an underground artist. I I can't really reveal who he is just yet. But once he makes it, you know, yeah, trust me, he'll be he's gonna blow up someday. Oh, booty call, booty call. Give me the '69. Booty call, booty call. Give me the '69. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I'm 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 quite the pervert here. Day after as we're recording this, the day after uh, Valentine's Day. Pop. Yeah, you gave me the East Coast pop. The e- yeah, <laughs> or the West Coast cum shot. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, I. <laughs> Jumping the shark in the chamber. <laughs> no, it's all good. This is also, too, a few days removed after The Rock returned on Monday Night Raw to announce he was the host of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yep. So the big buildup of where uh, it's almost 10 years of celebrities or quote-unquote part-timers headlining WrestleMania. This was start, yeah, this was the, this was the, the beginning of the part-time era, um, which, you know, I, which has pretty much uh, been a, a stalwart uh, ever since. Yeah, with with this Edge individual here coming out, Edge. Here. Yeah, um, he's the champion coming out. I mean, at the time, like I, I thought he was great. I, I th- really, in my opinion, I think he could have been the guy that actually won against Undertaker for the streak. You know, I mean, they had a great match. I'm not gonna lie. I was at that WrestleMania. It was a pretty damn good match. Um, probably 
one of Edge's best wrestling matches of his career. Um, but I still, I, 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 I still stand by it. You know, twelve years later, that if Shawn Michaels, you know, Shawn Michaels was the guy, I felt like that came closest to before Brock did it. Shawn Michaels was the guy that came close to ending that streak. Like, and that should, like, if he didn't do it at that time, then I felt like nobody should have. But when Brock did it. And then looking back on it in hindsight, it it made a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it isn't now. Let me just say this: it's, it's ironic here because you know me. I plan out these shows ahead of time, um, and I kind of you know do things based on dates and anniversaries and upcoming events and things like that. And you know, I didn't I didn't really have a whole lot figured into this week's show. And then when I was trying to um, go through, you know, what's going on in wrestling. And I was like, oh, Chamber's coming up. Oh, okay, I can do a Chamber match. And I went to Dennis and I said, which one do you want to watch? And he wanted to watch the one from, you know, 2009. The Edge won the title because that's one of his favorites. And that's actually one of my favorites too. And then you wanted to watch this one. And ironically, it's two Chamber matches featuring Edge. And just recently, Edge won the World, uh, the Royal Rumble match in 2021. And so he, he's, you know slated to face one of the champions at WrestleMania. Um, it's kind of ironic, you know, I didn't really I didn't plan that out. It's just well, it's just kind I, I picked this match even before he won the Rumble. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. It, it's interesting how everything has coincided. Yeah. But uh he, he made a great return, man, and at this time he's on fire too. He's not hurt. He would end up getting hurt this year, correct? Um I I think if I'm not mistaken, I believe his injuries were kind of like long, long standing. They had, you know, just kind of built up over time, um, and he had been hurt, or at least like he'd been he'd been fighting him off for a while before he retired. A, a couple of months later, this would be the last Mania match, correct? The match he had in in Atlanta with Del Rio, yeah, that would be his last Mania match before he returned. I was at that WrestleMania that year as well, not knowing that that was his last match. Right. They, you know, um, which. Ironically, um, for television purposes, they they make that match out to be his last match. But um, I remember actually um, two nights after WrestleMania, um, Edge was a part of a like an eight man tag in a dark match. He didn't wrestle a whole lot, but two nights after before the week before he announced his retirement, his last official match was in a dark match um, at a SmackDown taping two nights after WrestleMania. Uh, I believe okay. I believe it was in in, in North Carolina. I want to say, um, but yeah, for te- and I, he didn't wrestle much. I think he even wrestled like he wore street clothes. He came in, got the hot tag, did all the signature stuff, and then that was the end of it. Um, wow. Yeah, I think that's if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe it was like him and Cena and um, Orton, maybe a few. It was like an all star kind of eight man tag dark match after SmackDown um, uh, aired or uh, taped. Because that was during the era when SmackDown was uh, recorded on Tuesdays, but um, you know, let, let, let's 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 go here with this match right now. You know, you got Mysterio and Edge, um, two guys starting this match off. Ironically enough, two guys who are currently a part of the current day WWE. Would you have thought ten years ago that Rey Mysterio would have been um, would have been in WWE currently with his son Dominic? Uh, no, and I I, I really thought his career was dwindling at this time too almost like edge um, okay he, he did disappear for a bit and then he came back yep um, don't, don't forget that you know uh, mysterio was gone for about two or three years yes uh, hiatus in between yeah um, but these guys were 
putting on a hell of a rivalry, uh, actually part of the original SmackDown 6. Yes. Um, so they have some history together um, in building the company up after the, uh, basically, the takeover of WCW. The brand, yeah, the very first brand extension. They were, they were, they were highlights of, of SmackDown. You know, had, had, they were a tag team at one point. They were tag team champions, and then uh, they had a rivalry against each other uh, years to follow. So um, the two of them have great chemistry with each other, uh, both as a team and as rivals. Uh, you and I talked about it on the Mount Rushmore of Rumble undercard. I almost put the match with Edge and Mysterio from 2008 as part of my top four um, because it was such a good match. Both guys really worked their asses off against one another. Well, and they built that up, too, with the, uh, the history of La Familia, um, with Edge being involved with, um, you know, uh, Chavo Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero, Guerrero, yeah. Hawkins and, uh, and Ryder, yep. Yep, and then the relationship with um, uh, Rey Mysterio being involved evolved into the feud later. Yeah. So, um, it was pretty good storytelling, man. This was a time where it got me back into the company. I remember telling you I kind of started rewatching around 08. Yep. And uh, from there, the storytelling was pretty good. And then we get some of the core stuff here oh, with Wade Barrett. Look at that. Look. <laughs> Not the best time. Look at that segue. I, I'll be honest with you. Wade Barrett was a wasted opportunity. Um, I thought that core stuff, even though I didn't care for the name, I thought like, okay, this was going to be a good restart for him because I felt like he was on fire as, as part of Nexus. Like he could talk. I really, I really thought he was going to take the title from John Cena in the yeah. match that they had. Yeah, I thought honestly, I thought that the that he he had the oh Jesus, yeah. Look at ten ten years you know ten years ago to now with the chamber, the chambers structured a little bit differently with the way it looks. They they don't have the steel grates anymore. It's like almost like a um. They use the padding. Yeah, they use a little bit of padding on the on the the, the outer area. Um, it's got a little bit. It's it 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 looks a little bit differently. Not not bad in a, you know. Uh, you know, a restructured way, but um, they've they've made it safer for these guys. But going back to Barrett here for just a moment, yeah, I felt like he was he he, he was going to be one of the top heels within the company. And well, when he came in with that Nexus thing, it was hot. And then once they lost at SummerSlam, that that to me like they lost a ton of steam after that. And then and, and he never really caught the momentum that I felt like he should have. Um, no. following that. And they kept trying to do that stuff with um, the United Leagues. Oh, and, that was horse shit. Um, Seamus, Rusev, Cor- Del Rio, and him. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I, I think he, he, he stood out as a wrestler, man. Oh, um, yeah. The, for the short run that he had. Yep. There was one period um, of time in 2012 where they brought him back, and um, he I think he was out with an injury, and they brought him back. Um I want to say he got hurt. I want to. I want to say he got hurt um, towards the end of 2011. Maybe he had like tore a tricep or something. Something happened, and then they brought him back in 2012. And he had grown. You know, he'd grown his facial hair in. He looked. He looked. He, he looked a little bit leaner. Was in a little bit better shape. And they were. They built up these like vignettes with like him in this like old warehouse with like you know. Dirty, ripped up jeans and like taped fists, and I thought he was gonna be like this, like you know, underground, like bare knuckle fighter. You know what I mean? Like, okay. kind of like, kind of like you know, the old you know English style of wrestling. Um, and they just brought him back as plain old Wade Barrett, 
and I was just Jeez. I was kind of disappointed. And then the the bad news bear stuff was hilarious. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. It was getting it was over. Fine, but they didn't they didn't utilize him in the ring correctly. I mean, this guy is a, like he's huge. He's he's a good ass kicker. He could talk. He, he throws a mean punch. Yeah. Um. I, I, they just. They just used it as the gimmick of "I've got some bad news," and then him getting higher and higher on the podium. I mean, it was ridiculous, but it was funny uh, though. It, it got him over though. It, it it brought a different side to him. You know what I mean? Like I yes. I liked it um, personally, and because it was getting over, then they stopped having him do the bad news Barrett, and then that's mm-hmm. when he just became like BNB or something. I forget. Like they just yes, they abbreviated it, and it was just it didn't it didn't click with me personally. It just didn't click. No, a big boob there from Edge. And like you were talking about the grates on the side of the Elimination Chamber, um, I I think they just put a hurting on everybody who took a bump on it because, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Edge has a big gash on his back from a slam earlier. And then later in the night, uh, CM Punk gets pretty tore up from uh, landing on the grate. Yep. Yeah, I I, I mean, you know, it's funny when with this match – when we talk about the how they had kind of you know changed up the look of it a little bit to make it safer, I mean, the, you know the, the elimination chamber matches those guys were killing each other, you know, getting run through the plexiglass and you know tied up on the chain and you know power bombed on that grate on the outside. I mean, I, I don't blame them in the sense for making it safer for their guys because Jesus Christ, like how bloodthirsty do you have to be to to want to see these guys kill each other, you know? Like right. in, in inside right. of a structure like this, but the the one thing that I feel gets overlooked, and and you know I want to hear your thoughts on this, is the actual chamber match itself. When you look at it, it looks more menacing and more intimidating than the Hell in the Cell. Yet they they hype up the Hell in the Cell as being the most dangerous structure in all of WWE, and I feel like just looking at the Elimination Chamber, you can call bullshit on that. And even in some of the matches that they had. But they still make Hell in the Cell out to be like their premier dangerous match. When I feel like Chamber, you can make an argument from a kayfabe standpoint that it's more dangerous than Hell in the Cell. What are your What's your take on that? Well, that's interesting. Um, in, in a way, it does look more menacing as and bigger. Uh, bigger in a structure that is yeah but there's nobody going to the outside of it um so you're you're locked in there with several other opponents and we've only seen like a maybe a like i can't even count on one hand the multi-man elimination chamber matches yeah um usually they i mean i'm sorry the multi-man hell in a cell match there's only been a couple yeah, and that I think that's for a purpose because uh, the, calling it the most in, like uh, dangerous structure is because you're locked in there with your opponent mm-hmm. and it's a, a cage over it and uh, it's actually a fence. You know, yeah. it's not this uh, this linked up. Uh, I guess what do you call that link? Chain that's, link. That's chain link. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I do I do get it as far as like the the sense of urgency and danger because of the uh the amount of people in there i I don't know um i I just i also know that the name is kind of threatening because elimination chamber uh was denied the name in germany 
because uh, it relates to killing Jewish people. Really? The Holocaust, yes. I was not aware of that. They called it No Escape. Now, on on German WWE programming? Yes. Really? I didn't know that. It's promoted as No Way Out and No Escape. Interesting. Yeah, so... So how do they... they So let me ask you. So how do they... So if they're promoting it as that and they're using this footage on their television, how do they edit out all the graphics like the one in the background there, as you see, it says Elimination Chamber? I I don't know. I think it's just the name of the uh, actual event has to be changed, and then this is called the Elimination Chamber match. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I think it was very sensitive over there. Um, I would imagine. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, But it's funny that they call it No Escape when you get eliminated and you have to actually... Get Leave. Out. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So. Interesting. I never knew that. That's a, You know what? You learn something new every day this week on Kicking Out It too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. Um, it's breaking down here, too, with Kane and Undertaker, who have a pretty steady feud this year, uh, or 2010 to 2011, correct? Um, it ended pretty much in 2010. This would be... Um, yeah, Undertaker and Kane had that little rivalry in like late summer, early fall, um, and then they wrote Undertaker off TV because he was injured. Uh, what else is new? Um, when yeah, it, I'll come back around Mania time. Yeah. Royal Rumble. Well, from what I remember reading in the dirt sheets back then, ten years ago, and then from what I've gathered now, like on like in a lot of Undertaker's most recent interviews in that Last Ride documentary, he wasn't scheduled to. To, to come back for this WrestleMania. He was that hurt. And, you know, he had even said, like, I can't... I think he I think he tore his rotator cuff. There was something, some issue with his shoulder that was pretty bad. I actually listened to the uh, his interview on the Joe Rogan podcast, which I think you should check out. It's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to catch that yet, but I will. But he, uh, he talks about, like, all his injuries, and in particular this shoulder surgery that he had and what the doctors did. And, like, and I couldn't... Honestly, I couldn't give you all the names and the terminology... Of, of, of what he went through, but, um, yeah, it was during, Jesus Christ, he fucking launched wow. him into the, into the door. Holy hit. cow. Uh, actually, no, no pun intended. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Undertaker, uh, he, um, he wasn't scheduled to come back for this WrestleMania, and they needed something big for this WrestleMania, and they, they wanted to do the thing with Triple H, where he was, you know, you know, fighting for his best friend, who Undertaker retired the year prior, and uh, so that's when they originally, I think Wade. Oh, that was interesting. Um, not shot by Drew McIntyre uh, to Wade Barrett, but um, wow, he's on fire here. He's on a roll. Um, yeah, just uh, tearing through that. But yeah, long story short, Undertaker wasn't supposed to be back for this WrestleMania. He was not scheduled to come back, and. Uh, you know, they kind of talked him into it, and he had gotten some, like, temporary shoulder procedure done, um, even though he had um, still needed more work on it, etc. So uh, that was what took place to get him to the match with Triple H at the next month's WrestleMania, or the f- two months, I should say, because it was April. Yeah, they they often do a late call with Undertaker, um, but man. That's the, rumor, that, that's the rumor this year, too. Oh, boy. Yeah, they're already talking about it. They're already talking about that they've made a call. Um, that's what I've heard, but I mean, I don't know how true it is, but yeah, they're, they're already talking about it, especially now that there's going to be fans at WrestleMania, or at least limited capacity, um, mm-hmm. for both nights of, of WrestleMania in Tampa. Uh, so, yeah, so, Drew, 
that Drew is on fire here. What do you think the reaction will be if if fans actually are able to see Drew? Um, because that's one of my questions: is is Drew really over, or are we just seeing what they want us to see as far as the dominance and holding the title back and forth this year? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I really don't know. I could see them turning on him, you know. Right? But I could also see. I could also. You might be. In, we might be in for some surprises in terms of audience reaction. Like for instance, yeah. we talk. You know, Roman Reigns. Um, you know, is rumored to be the one to face Edge for the world title at WrestleMania this year. And you know, Re- Reigns' character has been. You know, th- this new character with Paul Heyman, this head of the table tribal chief character. It's been getting a lot of steam online amongst you know the the, the diehard wrestling fans as you know um, as far as uh, this this being a good fit for him. So I could see the audience actually cheering him um, and and getting the babyface reaction that Vince has wanted for so long. Um, but at the same time, I could also see them you know booing the shit out of him. But I could also see them booing Drew too. You know. Um, I, I, yeah, it depends on where Drew goes with the uh, who who he ends up facing. Honestly, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I I wouldn't mind seeing him and Sheamus, but not for the title. No, I, I I think it would be. I think their rivalry is is. It's a stopgap feud right now, but I, I don't know why they did it right now. Yeah, I would have saved it. Honestly, I would have saved it for for after WrestleMania. Absolutely, you know. Um, because that will not get over if it's Sheamus and Drew um, for the title. Obviously, yeah, people will obviously cheer for Drew, but that's not a match that is going to be like a headline main event. That'll be like the the fourth match on the card. Yeah, I, I I feel like too that why they you know the reason why they put Drew in the chamber was you know if he does drop the title, there's five other choices that they have and they can kind of like you know save face with him, um, something with him and Sheamus. It wouldn't surprise me if Orton got the title. Uh, and maybe they set up him in the fiend at WrestleMania for the championship, um, or you know, it wouldn't surprise but me that if that would be their second time uh, going against each other at WrestleMania. Yeah, for the championship, but this time the roles are reversed. Orton would be the champion. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I could see them doing that. I could see them putting the title on AJ. Um, okay. I, I could definitely see that going, you know, going in that direction. Or I could also see. Here's what I want to see. I want to see Drew McIntyre and John Cena at WrestleMania. And John Cena coming back for the 17th title win. And facing the next guy. The the the, the, the top guy on, on Raw. You know, Drew McIntyre. You know, Drew... That's pretty good. I, I, think there, I think there's some story there for that. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of... Jeez. <laughs> big show. These, le- these Lexan pods. These bullet, the bullet. I love how they used to advertise it as like bulletproof glass, and then you throw a guy through it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, and this is this is cool too because we have everybody in the match. Mm -hmm. Um, All the which is very rare. Yeah, exactly. It's very rare that they used to put the all those guys in that match. And it's gone pretty long, uh, at least twelve minutes um, without any elimination. Yeah. But I think that's gonna I think that's gonna end real soon, judging by the finish here. Yeah, if that doesn't take Barrett out of the match, I don't know what will. What are your thoughts on the big show's uh knockout punch compared to the choke slam? I think it's more believable. Really? Because I think everyone alright, so Big Show was doing a choke slam after Undertaker did the choke slam, after Kane did the choke slam. Or actually no, but he did it. Height. 
but, the height, I think. Yeah, correct. It's the height because he's tall. But at the same time, like the size of Big Show and his fist, his his punch should knock you out. And you don't True. see you don't see many finishes like that. You know, wow. every everybody punches each other in wrestling. You know, and the referee yeah. does the whole "Hey, open fist, open fist." Big Show clocks you, and they made him look believable in that sense and kind of add something different. As opposed to him being the typical giant where he's going to choke slam someone, so okay. I like that better than the choke slam because he did choke. He did the choke slam in WCW, and yes, it was impressive because of his size. But when he came to WWE, it was it was no different than seeing Undertaker do it and see Kane do it. But with the knockout punch, it kind of dis- it kind of um, you know distinguishes him uh, you know in in a, in a different manner. Um, yeah. That's just that's just me personally. I like the punch better. You know? I got you. I just think Macho Man is like the best at getting the height in WCW on that uh, choke slam. My God, it looked like he was just hurling a body from like ten feet in the air. Oh yeah. Um, but he protected Macho Man. But uh, these guys are putting on all their finishers here. I like speaking of finishers. I have never seen Edge do an elbow drop like he did in that in this match. That was pretty and ugly. Then, uh, Drew McIntyre delivering that DDT. Uh, what's that move called? Um. Uh, well, Ambrose. A- Ambrose has done that. D- or Am- Moxley's done that DDT before. That's the um the dirty it's deeds. The dirty deeds. But, but I like that version it's a, of the DDT better because you're locking the put the person in. It's rather. a d- yeah. It's a double arm DDT. I believe, if I'm not Speaking mistaken, slams, um, or a double good. underhook DDT that Drew did there. Yeah, I don't know what the actual gimmick name for it is. I'm sure it's got some sort of gimmick name, like the, the you know the the Scottish driver or something. I forget what they call it, right. what, what they've called it. Um, but it's wow. yeah, double underhook. Here we go, choke slam. We talked about choke slam city. See, I, I don't know, like big, like I don't see why Big Show got choke slammed by Kane too, like. Big Show could have choke slam Kane, but yeah. nonetheless, I digress. I, 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 I'm sold on the knockout punch. Yes, he's got a huge hand. Yeah, that's how I look at it. He's got a big hand; it should knock you out. You know what I mean? Do do something yeah. a little, do something a little different with him. You know? Yep. I like the story in this match. Uh, kind of a spoiler here: we're gonna get the first two guys that started uh, ending the match. Yep. Yeah, Mysterio and uh, and Edge, which I liked. I liked it too. I liked how they went. You know coast to coast in this match yeah going the distance and both of them kind of being faces in this situation kind of yeah ironically because the last time they were in the chamber match together was two years prior in the match that dennis and i just watched and it was down to edge and Rey mysterio um mm-hmm. as the final two with edge getting the victory over mysterio uh mm-hmm. to win the world title in that match so and like I said, in the way that Edge got in, he had attacked Kofi. He was a SmackDown guy going into a Raw championship match, etc. So it, it was kind of ironic that the two of these guys start the match and then end this match, um, given the history that they have in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So while we're on the subject of Elimination Chamber, um, we talked about the WWE Championship coming up on Sunday Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Miz, and Randy Orton. But then over on the SmackDown side, which I found to be interesting, is that Roman Reigns is not in the Elimination Chamber match. Oh, I like this here. That was a nice finish. Look at that. One, two, three. Edge speared Kane and Rey Mysterio to pin Kane, and now we're down to the final two. Um, But, you know, if you had to pick um, 
who who who's going to face Roman Reigns? Because Reigns and this tribal chief character, I think, is is hitting on all cylinders. I don't know what how much of WWE you're watching these days, but I think the Roman Reigns Paul Heyman combo is the best thing on WWE television right now. With Reigns kind of like dicta- with Reigns kind of dictating his spot on the card and using his political pull to kind of pull the strings with management, um, getting himself out of the chamber match. And, and restructuring the, the stipulation so that the winner of the chamber faces him immediately after for the title on the pay-per-view. I think that's kind of cool. Um, what do you think about that, and who do you think is going to come out of that match the victor? you got Cesaro, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, um, Jey Uso, and Kevin Owens. Who do you got winning that and facing Roman Reigns immediately after? I think it's, uh, for me, like I've been watching um, – SmackDown and NXT is about the only WWE that I consume now. Yep. I can't get into Raw at all. Yeah, Raw, Raw, Raw is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over Raw. Raw to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, essentially, I think, uh, for me, I would want Daniel Bryan. Same. And I think I think that's th- where they would go. He's the most overfaced in the company right now, mm-hmm. um, and he's got a good storyline background you know going in with roman reigns yep. uh they have a good history um i, I definitely enjoyed their la- their match at fast lane before daniel bryan went to uh uh or roman reigns which which one was that the fast lane was that daniel bryan going into 30 or was that uh, roman going into 31 it was roman going into 31 okay they 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 they, they put that match together to try and get um, Roman over as a baby face because of that debacle at the Rumble the the, the month prior. So he, him beating Brian and Brian kind of acknowledging him as like you know the real deal and the handshake. They were trying to get the audience to get behind Roman going into Brock um, with Brian kind of you know acknowledging Reigns as like you know a, a a legit you know contender to Brock and it just didn't work. Yeah. I- see Daniel Bryan going into the match and then being kind of screwed over but then where does it go from there you know what what do you, like what do you think about the actual match and then what what are your thoughts on maybe where the the WrestleMania goes um I feel like there I, I feel like Bryan's a good choice okay I, I I would like to see Bryan and Roman I actually kind of wanted to see Bryan and Roman at WrestleMania to be honest with right. you because right, right. of the history that they have from 2015, I, I, I talked about it. You know, I think with you on the uh, the the, um, the 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 Mount Rushmore Rumble, yeah. Um, yeah. we we talked a little bit about it. I feel like um, oh, C- wow. Cesaro has a good shot of winning mm-hmm. as well. Those are the two favorites, in my opinion, for the Rumble match. Um, mm-hmm. or for I'm sorry for the the Elimination Chamber match. I, I, I personally, I'm kind of with you. I think that if Brian wins, somehow he gets screwed. I know that on TV, Roman's been kind of name dropping Edge, um, okay, and kind of like, and Edge is kind of you know he's he's keeping his 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 WrestleMania options open, and I think it's kind of disturbing and upsetting to Roman's character that how dare you kind of dismiss me? I'm the main event. If you're going to wrestle in the main event at WrestleMania, it's going to be me. So you might as well just kind of make that choice, you know, off the bat, et cetera. So they've been kind of like planting seeds for that, which I think is kind of cool. Um, I, I, so I, I, I can get behind an edge Roman Reigns um, 
championship match. I can also kind of get behind the Edge Drew McIntyre championship match if Drew were to keep the title. Um, Or maybe even, you know, Edge versus AJ Styles if AJ Styles were to win. Um, But they've been kind of dropping um, hints that it's going to be Edge and Roman based on Roman's promos. Uh, But as far as winning the chamber and facing Roman on the pay-per-view... I think it's going to be Dan. I think it's either Daniel Bryan or Cesaro, and one of them gets screwed um, with like some involvement from like Jey Uso or something. Um, I, th- that's where I kind of see it going. Uh, and yeah. Roman Roman going into WrestleMania as the champion. We're getting like towards the finish of this match. These guys are they've been going they've been running the gauntlet, man. Yeah, it's awesome. I love these near falls that they had in their matches. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Edge. Yeah, always put on a hell of a match. Oh yeah! I definitely recommend people go and watch the uh, the Royal Rumble 2008 match. Oh yeah, great stuff! Yeah, from the both of them. These two, you know, and this was this was you know in the midst of Edge's babyface run as the champion. He was you know WrestleMania was you know pretty much in 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 the uh, you know on the horizon for him, and um, they it, you know they were setting up him and Del Rio. Uh, they were trying to make Del Rio because Del Rio won the Rumble at the time. Um, I kind of wanted to see an Edge and Christian rivalry. Me too, man. I really thought we were going there too. Yeah. Honestly, I think from what I gather, I think the WrestleMania match after Edge had beaten Del Rio, I think the rumored finish was going to be Christian attacking Edge after the match and kind of okay. setting his sights on Edge in the world title. Um, and then they, they, they bounce off of that, you know, in this, you know, towards the spring and into the summer. Something. Yeah. Something like that. And wow. then with Edge's injury, I think they had to call call something on the fly. Um, Jeez. So yeah, but now with Christian back too. I mean, we talked about Edge. Christian's back. He he made a, a surprise appearance in the Rumble. Um, you know, part of me feels like Christian's going to be involved in whatever Edge is doing for WrestleMania wise, whether he's in his corner. Really? I I don't know. I mean, if if they're going to go Edge Roman, okay, and Edge has got. Jus or, or Roman's got Jey Uso and Paul Heyman. I feel like Edge is going to bring Christian into the fold, and we may see Christian in, in Edge's corner. Okay, and maybe That'd be we'll a good callback. Yeah, you know, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm sad as well that we never got the the Edge and Christian rivalry that could have been this this coming year because yeah. this was the year that that Christian finally took the World Heavyweight Championship as well. Yeah, and feuded with Randy Orton. Yeah, which was an excellent rivalry. I enjoyed it. And I thought it—I thought it made Christian a main eventer. A lot of people don't see that way, but I think we got the finish here. Edge with the oh kick out. Never mind. Wow. Spoke too soon. Wow. Good false finish though, man. Yeah. Because it sold you. That spear would put people out. Yep. I, I thought. Yeah. I honestly thought this was the end of the match. I to, I totally forgot. So do you think that they would build the spear versus spear for Edge and uh, Roman? Um, I mean, everyone seems to think that. I, I think that's kind of silly if they if they build the match around that. I think it would be more or less them building the match around you know Edge being the Hall of Famer returning, you know, going after you know a championship that he never lost, um, even though the it's the Universal Championship, um, and then Roman being you know the head of the table so to speak and kind of being the one to to run the table on SmackDown um, with Paul Heyman. I feel like they will kind of go that like you know. Um, Old versus new, you know, route, yeah. which makes sense. Big West Coast pop there. Nice. Yeah, old old versus new. Yeah, I like that story. I, I could see that. Um, you know, Edge being the veteran. You know, I don't have many more opportunities at this. This is my shot. You know, I gotta I gotta take whatever I can get here. 
Um, and then Roman being, you know, the man, you know, the, the, the top dog, so to speak, and being the one to, you know, I'm going to put you out. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to end your fairy tale dream at WrestleMania, et cetera. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, something to that effect, you know. Um, man, the energy in this match is like, it's amazing. Yeah. These guys are still going right now. Oh, I know. Another West Coast pop here. Now we're going to uh, now we're going to do a frog splash in honor of Eddie Guerrero. Eddie. I've, I've never Oh, this has got to be the finish here. Oh, wow. One, Beautiful. Two, three, and the winner of the World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber matches Edge. That was an excellent match. And then well, that was great too because it's Rey Mysterio paying homage to Eddie Guerrero and looking up in the sky, which kind of cost him the distraction to get hit by the spear, like delayed the move. Yep. And in a way, that's almost always uh, Rey Mysterio's career as the title run. It's like just because of Eddie. Yep. Do you feel that way? Like he never really gets the championship for too long in his career. And when he does, he's like the most like beat up champion and like getting killed he, in between his title defense. He's, he's, he was a, the best way you could describe him is a is a is a very good transitional champion. You know, he's yes. believable because he's popular with the audience. But I mean, I've loved Rey Mysterio since nineteen ninety six. Yeah, so don't get me wrong. I think I think honestly, like he's 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 a better as a transitional champion. He peaks after the title win. Like mm-hmm. he peaked after WrestleMania in two thousand six. Even though they even though there was some decent stuff with JBL and the stuff he did with um with with um. With Mark Henry, like you know, the the big man, little man concept, like that stuff was decent. But I feel like he's he usually peaks after he wins the title, um, because I think like people people want to see him win, but then like that's like that's it, you know, like they do, there isn't a ton of intrigue in seeing him defend the title against all odds for a guy his size. Even though they tried to make it out to be that way, it just it it, it doesn't work out that way. Um, I don't think the people buy into it, but he's super over, and he's 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 one of those guys that like if you're in a pinch, oh here we go. I spoke of him earlier, Del Rio, yep. get involved in the match. He who shall not be named soon. I I'm predicting. I think he's going to be another Chris Benoit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> you think so? I mean, he's been in so much trouble lately. Like that's why they don't really mention this guy, and like I don't think that's why they're giving a, us a callback to this time period because of course it, it it's edge's last wrestlemania and it's his defending against this guy alberto alberto del rio who has been in the last three years man he's been in the uh the limelight for doing some dirty things and here's christian again oh wow i think this was christian's return to the company yep i think this was like like everyone expected him to come back at the rumble and he came back during this match and Yep, this is big over. I thought he was going to attack uh, Edge after this, too, while watching live. I was like, all right, he's going to get rid of Del Rio and then be like, no, I'm challenging Edge. Yeah. And then Del Rio would have to challenge the WWE champion, which I thought would be a twist, but no. Yeah, this was um, it definitely added some intrigue to their story with Christian involved because I don't think like a straight-up Edge-Del Rio match would have had any interest, but with Christian kind of backing edge and then i think many fans wanted to see edge and christian go at it um and that's why there was 
the amount of attention that the, the rivalry got because Christian's involvement because they were waiting for him to turn on Edge. Yeah. Um, Do you think that they are like right now that they know that Edge can't continue and maybe they're like bringing Christian into this early, or you're thinking that they're still going with the Christian's going to turn eventually after Mania? I think they were going with Christian was going to turn eventually after Mania. Okay. Um, that's just my take. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's the, the the step they were going in. I think it was it was either Edge was going to win. And Christian was going to jump him after the match and go for the title, or Christian was going to cost Edge the title at WrestleMania, and then that's how they give it to Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was one of the two um, that they were going with. But we're gonna we're gonna pause it right here uh, as Christian's walking back up the ramp as we end this Elimination Chamber watch party here on Kicking Out at the, the two for one Elimination Chamber watch party here on Kicking Out at Two. Thank you, Kobe, for joining me for this part two of our Elimination Chamber watch party. Had a lot of fun discussing chamber matches with you. Um, and uh, I look forward to uh, the next time we uh, we meet again. I got some I got some WrestleMania topics for the month of March that um, I think you'd be very interested in. I'd love to have you uh, partake in uh, coming up on Kicking Out at Two. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Uh, thank you for asking me to come aboard. At the end there, um, Del Rio gets up and Christian's going up the ramp and Edge spears Del Rio. And oh, okay. Call back, just the callback to what you said. Edge gives Christian a look like, what the hell are you doing here? He doesn't look at him like, thanks for saving me. And then he asks, he says to the ref, where the hell is my belt? Okay. So I think, yeah, they were really building this the seeds for uh, Christian and Edge for after Mania, which... It's kind of disappointing that they didn't, uh, you know, shotgun it then. But yeah, yeah. interesting. Man, this has been fun. It's 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 always fun to look back at a time that I uh, was actively watching the the product um, and enjoying it as much as I did. Um, and this is cool that we're getting like ten years of edge talk, and it's just coincidentally we did not plan that at all. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's pretty cool how it how how it all played out. Thank you once again, and uh, thank you all for tuning in, checking us out this week. Next week, we're going to go back 30 years to the 30th anniversary of Wrestle War 1991. The main event was the War Games match with the Four Horsemen: Ric Flair, Sid Vicious, Barry Windham, and stand-in Larry Zbyszko, who subbed for an injured Arn Anderson, taking on the team of Sting, Flying Brian Pillman, and the Steiner Brothers. We're going to watch that match in a special watch party as a part of our blind date diaries, if you will. Um, I'm, I'm kind of adding a little bit of a twist to this blind date diaries concept. Normally, blind date diaries, I take a show, I, I, I watch it previously, and I give you guys a comprehensive recap, my blind date diary, if you will, and then we go from there, and I tell you if it's something I'll watch again or if it's a blind date that's one for the black books. Well, next week, we're going to, I'm going to give you my Blind Date Diary recap of this show, and then we're going to watch the main event of the show with Dennis Levy. The War Games match, Four Horsemen versus Sting's team, 30th anniversary, Wrestle War 1991. Looking forward to that next week. And without further ado, I think it's about that time that we officially put this show down for the three count. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>